Welcome. Welcome to the Soul Magic Podcast. And I'm your host, Jillian White. Your white witch. Sort of. Kind of. (laughs) Throughout my 20 years of teaching in the spiritual world, I have noticed that people often move through life on autopilot, going through the motions with each day passing like the other, missing the gifts, existing and not living. For this podcast, my intention is to lead you to hear the whispers of your soul and trust some messages from the stars. It is a blessed time to savor your life to fall in love with life itself, and to embody magic with every step you take. Austria marks the spring equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere, the first official day of spring. This is the Witch's Easter. Falling each year between March 20th and the 23rd, sometimes on the 19th. It is traditionally the day of equilibrium, neither harsh winter nor unforgiving summer. There is a balance between the light and dark hours of the day. From this time, the days grow longer and nights shorter until the summer solstice. Oster comes from the dramatic goddess of spring and dawn, also known as Joster. Two images often associated with Oster is the hare and eggs. There are a variety of legends tied to the story. I have a lovely tale to share with you. How about you grab your favorite cup of tea and sit back and enjoy? The story goes something like this. Over winter, Ostra sleeps in the earth, and while she's sleeping, she relies on the blessed hare to keep watch over her above ground. The hare, with its strong back legs and watchful eyes, twitchy nose and long whiskers, and let's not forget those very long ears. I think this is a perfect animal to keep watch for spring. When the sun begins to stay in the sky a little bit longer, the hare begins its dance on top of the earth, and as it dances on top of the earth, the drumming sound that it makes wakes up Ostra. And when she awakens, she brings with her the spring. But just like all maidens, aka teenagers, they sometimes like to sleep in, and that is why some winters seem to go a little longer. Well, in this story, Ostra was having one of those years where it was a little harder to wake up. The sun has come up and the hares have been drumming, and eventually she does awaken. She looks across the lands and they were covered with snow and ice. She knew she had a big task ahead of her. And as she was readying herself, she notices at the foot of a tree a small little bird. She went over there and in the snow was a sparrow. The sparrow was motionless, and Austria knew it had come out too early and likely died from hunger and exposure. Austria lifted the sparrow up in her hands, and she looked carefully, and she noticed there was a faintest of movement. The sparrow was still alive. Austria brought it up to her face, and she breathed warm air into the sparrow. The wee sparrow began to move and flicker its wings. Ostra breathed her warm air on the sparrow once again, and as she breathed, the sparrow got stronger and stronger. The sparrow sat upon Ostra's finger and began to sing the most beautiful song. The song carried across the land, and the warm wind of the south began to blow. Ostra placed the wee sparrow on her shoulder, and together they walked the land, and as they walked the land, the snow melted, 
the flowers bloomed, the southern wind blew, and the trees budded. What a beautiful sight it was. The sparrow stayed there on Ostra's shoulder all of the year, and the next year, and the next year to come, for many, many years. Ostra and the sparrow were inseparable. They went everywhere together. One year, as they were walking the land, often in the distance in the long grass, Ostra spotted two big ears sticking up, and she realized it was a hare. But this seemed a little bit different to all the other hares. As you see, hares tend to be a bit shy and skittish, but not this one. This one sat up bold in the middle of the field. As she got closer to the hare, it stood very confident and didn't bow to her like other hares. When she got within a few feet of the hare, she noticed the hare was not looking at her, but at the sparrow. Ostra looked at the sparrow, and as she did, she noticed the sparrow's eyes light up and fill with love. Sparrow fluttered down from Ostra's shoulder and sat in front of the hare, and together they lovingly looked at each other. And then the sparrow began to sing a new song, a song that Ostra never heard before, a song of deep and true love. At first, Ostra felt a wave of jealousy come over her, but she knew that the right thing to do was to give them her blessing. Ostra bowed down, and she placed a single kiss on the head of the sparrow. And as her lips touched the feathers, something magical happened. A blizzard of white feathers began to fill the air, and they swirled around, danced around the sparrow. And as the sparrow sat, the feathers swirled and swirled, and as the feathers began to settle at Ostra's feet, there stood a beautiful, white she hare. The white she hare and the jack hare looked at each other and gazed into each other's eyes, and they touched noses, and they turned, and together they ran off into the distance. Ostra watched them go, and that jealousy turned into sadness. Ostra turned, and she walked in the opposite direction, and she went into her resting place where she laid and slept. Summer turned into autumn, autumn turned into winter, and winter turned to spring. The hares began to drum Ostra awake once again. Ostra wakes, and she notices that in her heart the sadness remained. She missed her friend, the sparrow. She rose and started walking the land, and with each step she felt like she was still sleeping, walking in her grief. Her head bowed, and in her grief, the trees didn't bloom, the flowers didn't return, the warm winds didn't blow, and the colors of winter remained. She walked like this for days, and it wasn't until she stumbled over a group of hairs that she raised her head and was amazed. She was amazed at what she saw, as far as she could see in the to, into the distance. Every single field was filled with thousands and thousands of hares. When she looked closely, all the hares were dancing in huge circles, one circle inside the next circle into the next circle, and they were all interlocked. And as they danced and they spun and they twirled, Ostra watched in amazement. The hares began moving themselves, creating a walkway for Ostra that led into the center of the main circle. Ostra began to walk to the center of the circle, and as she did, 
Every single hair bowed its head down to her until she arrived in the center of the circle. There in the center of the circle were the two hairs that she had seen the year before, the jack hare and her white hare sparrow. As she looks at them, she notices something just beyond them, a scattering of twigs, moss, grass, and feathers. Ostra steps closer and notices that it was a nest, and inside this nest was six large eggs. Ostra was puzzled, as she knew that hares didn't lay eggs. She looked with a puzzled look on her face at Jack Hare and the she Hare, and they looked back at her and smiled. Ostra's attention was brought back to the nest once again, as one of the eggs began to move. Every single hare, the jack hare, the she hare, and Austria all looked at the egg, and a silence blanketed across the whole land. The egg began to roll around, then a tiny crack appeared, and that crack began to crumble. And as the top of the egg fell away, Inside the egg was the most beautiful white hair, a beautiful soft baby hair. Ostia reached in and she picked up the baby hair just like she picked up the sparrow all those years earlier. She held it up to her face and the soft fur of the hair touched her skin. And she held that hair to her heart. Her grief, her sorrow, and her sadness melt away. Austria's face lit up with a huge smile, and she looked around at all the hairs, and it seemed like every single hair was smiling back at her. She placed the white hair at her feet of the she hair, and she turned, and with her beautiful green cloak, she swirled and she danced off into the distance. And as she danced, every single hair danced with her. There was music as their feet drummed on the earth, and beneath them a trail of beautiful flowers bloomed, and a warm southerly wind blew, and the trees blossomed, and spring returned. Oh, isn't that a lovely story? It's an adaptation from The Weeby Kids, a story of love, kindness, forgiveness, hope, letting go, and of course, the return. (laughs) Again, there are many old stories passed down through the generations. Which ones are true or if any, who knows? But it's fun to listen with an open heart, and perhaps if you listen closely, you will hear the voice of your ancestors. So there's so many wonderful ways to celebrate this time of year. You can go out and spend time in nature, create an Austria altar filled with eggs and pastel colors, Play like children do, dance in the fields like the hares, (laughs) cleanse and declutter your home, decorate eggs, plan a beautiful feast with friends and family, bake beautiful sweet breads, take extra time for self-care, and find that balance within. Remember, Austria brings the dawning of new beginnings, and with every ending brings a new beginning. And every new beginning will always have an end. As the wheel turns evermore, setting in motion the process of growing, changing, thriving, yet changing again, and eventually dying. This is the grand cycle of life. But for today, 
Austria brings the dawning of new spring. As the earth sits in balance, balance with the sun and the moon, with the day and the night, we too, we must sit in harmony with the world, our environment, the elemental beings, the deities, and find the balance within ourselves. Balance and equilibrium is the foundation of peace. And it is time to balance that dark and the light within ourselves. Not avoiding one or the other, but finding a mutual respect for the gifts of the energies they carry. As above and so below, earth and sky, yin and yang, dark and light, sadness and joy, a balance of duality and unity. The endless power of the creative universe. And this power... This duality resides within you. Duality is in our bones. We are not separate from it all. It is time to stop fighting the different sides of you, but create space for soft acceptance to wash over and through you. Where all parts of you can live in harmony with non-resistance. When you embrace your dualities, you become more whole. And when you craft balance, that beautiful equilibrium within yourself, this will be reflected out into the world and assist in your own personal healing and planetary healing. As you master this intricate balance of dark and light, you will master living this life. So be it, and so it is. Austria blessings to you, my magical friends. Our circle is open, yet unbroken. Merry meet, merry part, merry meet again. Thank you for joining me.